0: what's up guys and welcome back to the black health academy podcast we are your host miss lisa a smith joined as always by miss get fit with jay we're extending the life of the culture one episode at a time so jay decided to join us back on the podcast this hey, week <laughs> everybody <laughs> um i i haven't seen jay in probably about three weeks because she's decided to take a hiatus from me and our friendship and I'm not exactly sure.
1: Wow. <laughs> immediately throwing me under immediately <laughs> throwing me under the but I wasn't expect, I was not expecting that.
0: Jay, I literally have been completely angry with you. Like why have I not seen you
1: in three weeks? Like really? Okay. So the thing is, is me as a friend, you know I always keep up with you I know you had a lot of speaking engagements and things of that nature. Trying to give you space to live your best entrepreneurial life. Not to mention, you haven't called me either. (laughs) Well, we talked. We we talked. Okay. But we haven't physically seen each other in three weeks.
0: And you're 100% right. But I decided that the rule is the person who get mad first has the advantage. So I decided... (laughs) I was gonna be the first person to text you angrily, <laughs> and then, no matter how right you were, right, I was ahead of the game. You know because what I mean? You
1: addressed it first, and you were angry. Absolutely,
0: about it. that's my that's my whole strategy.
1: From going forward? Yeah. Now I know. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. Now like, I know. I
0: legit, like, just get angry at her first. Like, why I ain't see? Where you, why we ain't been alone? Why we ain't had and you? And
1: you actually text me angry faces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> and you slide me in time, Right. When and you I'll gonna be- make time for and me? it's funny, because when you text me that, <laughs> I felt really bad. And As then, you should, because you're even, a horrible person. And it didn't even occur to me that you hadn't reached out and made plans with me either. No, it was all you. No, no, but that was my
0: second time reaching out. Remember the first time I was like, "Uh, mental health check. What's are you okay? What's going on?"
1: You yeah. did. Uh, you did. Hey. You but no, a- but then okay, from going forward, okay. We we don't have to go back and forth. Going oh, forward. Okay. Let's just keep in mind that whoever gets mad first wins. Oh, Okay, that's that's it. Look, like, I'm not even trying to rectify the situation. I'm just like, no, I'm gonna get mad first next
0: time. No, nope. and it, but it also has to be enough time, in which one should be mad? Like you can't just get mad after four days. It got well, you know
1: be- we, we used to have. Remember, we used to have tea every Sunday. So we should I think, reintroduce
0: a recurrence. Yeah, day. you said
1: we were going. I wish I was thinking when you texted me because I would be like, you said we were going to start having tea again <laughs> and you didn't reach back out to me Ain't and let me it the know. worst? Of, when you think, think of, of a rebuttal, later, super right. late, man. I
0: think that's the most heart-wrenching feeling. To think of a rebuttal, like, the next morning. Like, I should have said, right.
1: <laughs> you told me specifically that we were going to reintroduce tea time back in our lives. in was perfect season. And I didn't hear from you. Remember right. I did that to
0: you recently? What? We were texting about something. And you was like, yes, way too late. You,
1: th- Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was about being dramatic. Oh. And you said I was being, I said you were being super dramatic about something. And then, <laughs> It was like 45 minutes later, after you had already responded, I respond you were again like, like, no, you're about, about that time. <laughs> I was like, no, it's the, the moment has passed. Yeah, <laughs> I totally missed my window of opportunity. Yeah, no, to, I'm not going to even respond to man, that.
0: rebuttals just really have to be in the right amount of time. They do. Yeah. So, welcome to the Black Health Academy podcast. Uh, we got our, our our glasses here. We're reuniting right here on the air, catching up, seeing what's going on. The Black Health Academy podcast, our mission here, every... Uh, other week is to help you identify areas in your health where you can thrive, opportunities for you to thrive, especially in America where the health disparities in Western medicine are so huge for African-Americans and only 5% of physicians in the U.S. are Black. And I think arguably we can even say that Western medicine can make us sicker quicker than it can heal
1: us. You know... I mean, you're talking to the right one. Yeah. Because we we share the same belief system... Totally. ...when it comes to that because... First of all, we have to be more solutionary before the problem starts. Waiting on when you feel desperation or, and you feel frustration yes. and you're already dealing with pain and you're already dealing with certain things. You're willing to dive into anything that will help alleviate the problem instantaneously, not paying any mind to the other problems that it's bringing on. So, you know, one of the first things that mm-hmm. we need to do is stop the problem before it starts. Prevention. You know, prevention. It's the best medicine. You know, I try to avoid the word prevention because it's so Why? Because it's so cliche to say prevention. I do th- prevention is worth, you know, upon the cure. It's like, okay, yeah. But I don't it's think it's prevention overdone.
0: is overused. No, I don't think so. I don't feel that way. I usually agree with you, but I don't think prevention
1: is No. You don't think that we, oh, we throw the word prevention around too no, much? No, I don't. That's okay. interesting. No, I don't. Um, but that's
0: exactly what you were describing. Regardless what 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 word we use, you're hundred percent right. Yeah. When you are in a place where you're already feeling bad, right. whether it be chronic pain, chronic headaches, constipation, skin problems, you know, weight, you're right. We're like, at this point, just give, give me, me something, something to make this thing go away. It's, it's, give it's me simple, X to right. alleviate Y. And so when we get in front of these physicians when we go into these you know healthcare providers that are technically supposed to have our best interests at hand but we're in a desperate situation
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're way more willing to just smile and nod and take what they're handing out so we can reverse this thing
1: but the thing is that when people just you know when we did the event Ooh, I forget what event it was, but when we asked the lady, like, okay, you're on high blood pressure medication, what's the end game? She didn't have an end game. She was just trying to take care of the symptoms. Mm. And I think Western medicine kind of distracts you from reversing things and just wants to take care of your symptoms. Absolutely. You know, just like cold medicine i'm not trying to get rid of your cold but i'm trying to suppress your symptoms so you can get to work so you can just forget about the fact that you need to you know drink more water and Mm -hmm. exercise more and Mm -hmm. lower your you know whatever the things that's causing the this pain to start yes you know yeah because when you have a cold it's not about the cold symptoms it's about why do you have this much mucus in your body anyway? Why, are you, why is your immune system like we need to address that problem? 100%. But a lot of times, most of the times people are addressing.: the
0: Absolutely. And cold medicine, just like like antiperspirants, they're functioning completely opposite of your body. Uh-huh. right because we're suppressing things that are They're not meant to be suppressed to for right reason, you're right? supposed to sweat you're supposed to sneeze you're supposed to cough if you're ill to get all of those toxins mm-hmm. out so fever, we suppress right? our body's tool that it uses to make us whole and mm-hmm. to make us better mm-hmm. and so it's so and, and so when i tell people like no don't take off medicine mm-hmm. you know don't you take cough. Cough. Right. yeah mm-hmm. but it's like our, our shallow selves just want to not do that thing, not realizing that it's literally our bodies getting rid of toxins. Mm-hmm. It's really our body detoxing and trying to get all the poison and the mucus out. When we perspire, when we sweat, we actually, I can't believe when I first figured that out about deodorant and antiperspirant, first of all, when I first learned that there was a difference between deodorant and antiperspirant, mm-hmm. that was deep. That was a deep day. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Running back right past Because Right. They, I remember, they go together. I remember reading on a bottle one time that said deodorant, but not an antiperspirant. And I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to smell, but you're supposed to sweat.
1: Right. Right. That's deep. That is. It's just like we were speaking earlier today about when we started the limes. And, you know, it that that took some getting used to using lime as deodorant because it's not an anti-perspirant. Exactly. And you still sweat under your arms. But it's natural. Yeah. They've really programmed us to think that we aren't supposed to sweat under our
0: arms. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? All the things we suppress in our bodies. It's just, you know, we walk around with socks and shoes on. We do all of these things. And and even you know the world we build on top of grass and it it's so crazy we cage up our animals this is so crazy how humans have came in and just like destroyed the natural planet and industrialized everything and and got all these chemicals and man made things and now we're just like suffering because of it
1: yeah comedian was talking about that like if God were to come and just like be like physically present and talk to us like, what's this? What are these buildings? And the people would be like, We were cold. I gave you sun. <laughs> like, what are these what are these buildings right here? Oh, those are restaurants so we could eat. I gave you food. When you grow food, I gave you trees with food. Wow. And what is it? What is, like and it was everything he was saying. Like we was like, but we like bacon though. We had <laughs> to have a a stove. Like it was crazy. Like We really were given all of the amenities that we need. Ah, amenities. And we we decided we need things to be more convenient. But you got to wait what? I do not have a wait what. All right. Well, I do. Okay, go. Okay. So,
0: wait what is our segment where we describe something we either saw, heard, or experienced apparently in the last three weeks. <laughs> oh, you bitter? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm a little go, petty. Go on. That made us go, wait, wait. what? what?
1: <laughs> All right, so I have two wait what's. The first one, I picked my daughter up from school. And we, you know, we always just talk, have a conversation. How was her day. This is now. We got on the subject of food and dairy. And she was like, my friend wants to stop. She doesn't want dairy. She doesn't want to drink the milk. mm mm-hmm. um, and she wants to start drinking almond milk, right? I was like, cool. That's what's up. Like, your friend is... Well, she's woke. <laughs> How people use that? She was like, but her mom won't let her.
0: Ooh. I was like,
1: what? She said her mother said, well, you don't have a job. And until you're paying for the things that come in this house, you'll be drinking regular milk. And you, when you get a job and pay for it yourself, that's when you can have almond milk. Mm. I was like... Is that not a way what? That's not shocking to you? Uh Uh-uh. It it shocked me. I thought
0: that her mom doesn't know. Because I was doing a speaking engagement at um, Winans Academy in Detroit. And this guy raised his hand and was like, my son want to go vegan. He been wanting to go vegan for a long time and I won't let him. What? like basically the same thing like I told him like no I'm the parent and this really? is what this is how you should eat and this is how you need to eat and blah 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 wow. and he's like and after listening to you today you're telling me I should totally let him and you know and I was like yeah absolutely it's the same concept like this is what we do they don't see it as them trying to make a healthy choice for themselves
1: mm-hmm. What what do you see it as then
0: they just see it as them trying to make a choice like no I want this cereal instead of this cereal I don't, I don't think parents saying are intentionally saying, I'm not going to let you make a better healthy choice for yourself. And probably uh-huh. because I don't know why this kid didn't want to drink milk or why this kid wanted to go vegan. But I'm also assuming that the kid is not articulate enough to think they're even making a healthy choice. It might be like, I don't like the way it tastes or "It don't make me feel good. But it might not be like... This is unhealthy and it's causing mucus. Like it- no, I don't
1: think it's that deep. But I think that they are around. Like the, the culture now is becoming more aware that going vegan and vegetarian mm-hmm. is a healthier choice. Nah,
0: Mm-mm. I don't. No, no, no. I don't think the kid the kids are, are expressing it in that way to get the parents to understand. Like I don't think the little boy is like we should not eat animals because of heart disease. Like not it's that. Probably like I don't like the taste of meat. He oh, like, no, you, you gonna eat this so. food?
1: Hmm. Yeah,
0: no, no, no. I don't. I'm not. No, I'm not mad at her at all. I think she just uneducated.
1: Hey, I don't know. if That's more sad or not?
0: I don't know. But yeah, I think I think the mom is just uneducated.
1: Oh, because I was really upset. no. I don't think like, she's
0: like you. You don't get to make that healthy choice. That's so. You, yeah, that's, what I'm saying. that's <laughs> like a, that's like a kid saying. I don't want McDonald's. And the parent, like, you're going to eat this McDonald's.
1: Right. You're going to eat. You need to eat, put something on your stomach.
0: Right. Yeah. A, yeah. Like it's not like, okay, yeah, you right. This dude, this is, you are going to have an autoimmune disease in 20 years because of this. <laughs> you know, it's just more like, this is what we eat in the night and get over
1: it. Okay. So, my second way, what. The first one, The really... first one was not a wait what. Apparently, was enlightening for me. <laughs> right. That's that was, the weight. what. Way what? <laughs> That's the wait what. Um. So, I was... Talking to someone at work, and he—I was already outside, sitting on a bench, speaking with a friend of mine. And we were just, you know, out there, and he came out there and lit up a Newport, mm-hmm. and I was like, "No, you need to stand way over there." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Why are you smoking anyway?" And he was like, um "You got, you know, the the, the number one line—you got to die anyway." Of course. And so I was just trying to tell him, you know how important it was to have a healthy life while you're alive. Everyone has a diet. But he said to me, I'm not going to stop smoking no matter what. I don't care if they diagnose me with lung cancer today. I'm not going to stop smoking. He was like, I'm going to smoke even while having lung cancer because I don't want to stop. <laughs> What do you say to that? Nothing. You respect that man's decision. (laughs) I was like,
0: okay, all right. Wow.
1: What what can you say to?
0: And you you shouldn't say anything. You told him that that you respect that man's decision. You hear me? That's he done told you, and don't ask him about it again. And he'll move as far back as he need to, but he gonna smoke that Newport. gotta love it and that's exactly what you and i were talking about earlier when one whether or not one desire outweighs another right you know what i mean because he's very clear on his desire so earlier we were talking about do you think it's really true that somebody if somebody says they really want to lose weight or they really want to get healthy but they continue to eat unhealthy food and not exercise does that mean they don't want it bad enough? Right. That was our debate, right? Right. And I said, yes, absolutely. And you said, well, maybe not necessarily. Mm -hmm. You believe that people could equally want to lose weight and be healthy and still equally still want to eat all that bad, unhealthy stuff and not exercise.
1: I'll take it a step further, actually. Mm. I think someone can want to lose weight way more than they want fast food, but that addiction might keep them eating fast food and, and and cakes and and things of that nature. Yeah, you took
0: it way further. And I disagree 100%. I don't think somebody could want to lose weight, get off of medications, get healthy, feel their best, more than they want to eat junk and still eat junk.
1: Okay, so listen. You've heard the commercials where they say, hate dieting, hate exercising, hate eating, right? We get this pill. I think the persuasion... Of of media and just the world in general, giving you this idea that it's eating right and eating healthy is really not as, as an important factor as we believe, Mm-hmm. and so it it kind of it kind of blurs the line. Mm-hmm. So when people are eating fried chicken and corned beef sandwiches and and doing things that are definitely not congruent with what their goals are. Mm-hmm. I don't know, even if you tell them, I don't know if you can say it's because they don't want it as bad as they want this thing, as they want to eat unhealthy. I don't think it's that conscious of a decision. I think people can want to lose weight really, really, really bad
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and in their mind and their heart. They they desire it way more than they desire it
0: It may not be a conscious decision of thought as they do in the action, but the desire It's it's no way can be balanced on either side. And your desire to be better in one area has to outweigh your desire not to be for you to take action, whether it be diet and exercise. Okay, do you say the same thing goes for any area in your life? Okay, so we know the food is addictive. We know, you know, the sugar, the salt, the oil, the fast food, the processed food we know that's addictive right so you say it's addiction physiological addiction it's much harder to overcome that right so what do you say to somebody who swear up and down they want to get out their financial situation but but they won't do overtime (laughs) like you hate you hate
1: people that you don't get a wrong. That complain about that being one. broke,
0: but won't take advantage of the overtime their job offers, or will won't call the off at work, but but swear something down. They hate being in debt. They sick and tired of always being broke, or they really need a new car, or whatever they need. You think they can really just as much want that as much as they don't want to do
1: overtime? Okay, now you pick something that you know I <laughs> don't like. People who don't work hard. Um. All right. Honestly, I feel as if, like I was telling you earlier, environmental influences the people around you not being um, just around the right type of people. Like, they're around people like me and you who believe, like, every day you should be doing something productive. There's some people who dedicate their whole day to just chilling. I could never do that. Right? So, but there's people in their lives that only worked part-time and they feel like I work 40 hours a week I'm doing the most Mm -hmm. so when you add all those factors into it I do believe that you may think you want that but you don't have enough what's the word you don't have enough I'm not gonna say influence education Mm -hmm. from the world and things like that to lead you down the path that you need to go because it takes more than just knowing better to do better. And sometimes you think you're doing better, but you really don't know how much better you can do. Well, that's a whole different scenario.
0: If, if, if it's a lack of knowledge, if you really think I'm knocking it out the box with this 40 hours, however, I really want to get out of this debt. But I know I'm working hard or I think I'm working hard because I'm doing 40 hours. And that's more than the average person in my life. I'm I'm the first to graduate from high school. I'm the first to have a whole real job. I'm the first to have a job with benefits
1: or whatever it is. But that goes the same with weight and stuff. You know, my cousin, 300 pounds, I'm only 250. So what do you say about that? So because oh, so cause I'm not as big as
0: somebody else in my circle... Then I'm not doing so bad.
1: I'm not doing so bad. I'm eating a salad a day. They eat French fries and chicken all day long. Like you know, it's so many factors, and so I can't really. But I'm not mad at that because they really
0: think they they are doing something, and they really think they and, and that is a lack of education. Oh, I'm drinking juice instead of pop. It's just a breakdown of education. No, 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 no. The debate is the people who know, who know
1: better
0: yes used
1: to do not the people know, who
0: think they really trying you. you know like i really believe your desire the scales can never be equally balanced one is gonna tip higher or tip lower than the other side and that's what you're gonna do in the moment when somebody is done like i told you earlier with cigarettes or alcohol or sugar prescription meds when they're done with you know, get And being in an abusive relationship, they're finally done. When that desire peaks, then they take action. But as long as the desire to be better is not greater than the desire to stay where they are, they will not do better. I don't think you can desire to be better more than you not and still not take action. And all of other things staying constant. And I think that's also regardless of your circle. I don't think you have to be surrounded by people that are examples you can be the only one in your circle who smoke and still make up your mind about something right. you can't tell i don't know it just, it's just but i you know we i'm just too logical and too black and white like it just don't add up there could be a philosophical argument that could play out here but i'm just like listen when you want it bad enough you would do it okay
1: i think i'm, I'm in the middle. I I agree with you, and then I don't agree with you. Nah. However— You ain't
0: about to look me in my face with a double Whopper and cheese and tell me you really, really want to lose weight and be healthy. No, you really want that double Whopper with cheese. (laughs) What? You probably do, but not more than you want this double Whopper with cheese. Okay. I just can't believe you with a french fry hanging out your mouth and tears coming down your face. That you really want to be healthy, but you just, nah, you ain't hit that level. Your desire ain't peaked yet to where it needs to be to propel you into
1: action. I think that's true. I know it's true when it comes to me. I know it's true when, it's, when it comes to me because the things that I really want, I sleep, I go to sleep on it and I wake up to it and I think about it all day and it's right. like, you know, this is what I want. But then the things I say I want and I don't do it, it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah. eh. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. One day it'll be nice.
1: One day it'll be nice. You know, you I'll know. put.
0: I, yeah, I'll put a pile of actions behind it at some point. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but so, what's some tips to help people really, really own the things that they say they want, versus make excuses and make and make uh, make it put it on the back and less of a priority.
0: Well. First of all, acknowledge just what we said. Like, I honestly clearly don't want as bad as I say I do or think I do. Oh, that's a
1: hard one. Well, nobody wants people. to admit that. Nobody wants to admit that they don't want it. Right, because that,
0: that's you admitting that your words and your actions are incongruent, that you're out of alignment. Right? Like, I've been telling you how bad I really want to start my business or be an entrepreneur or everybody. I can't want to get out this nine to five or hate my own job and be on my own time and be independent. Like, but show me the action on paper that you took to get you a step closer to that. Well keep-
1: Okay, so we spoke about this another time, how it feels a need when you complain about certain things man and it also feels a. it feels that whatever it is inside of you when you say i'm gonna look for me another job or i want another job it it feels the it feels that space of actually looking for another job isn't that crazy it. yeah just so, talking about it makes you feel like you're doing something about yeah it. you feel actionary by even talking about it and, and and announcing to yourself that i'm not settling for this job because i'm talking about how much i i'm not I don't like it and how unhappy I am. Right. Or I'm not settling for being overweight because I'm talking about Because I'm
0: acknowledging
1: it. Because I'm acknowledging it. I know I'm overweight and I'm telling people that. Oh my God. You
0: know that's equivalent to what? Those what do they call them? Keyboard uh
1: activists. Yes, keyboard (laughs) activists.
0: So it's just like I'm not settling for them murdering
1: black people in the street because I'm posting about it. Right. You haven't did one single thing. You have not marched. You have not donated any money. You have, n- and oh, and then another thing about being uh, active in your community. When people say um, they don't have time, like you could donate. Like there's certain that you don't have time for the gym, okay. When it comes to losing weight, but you have time to not eat a Whopper. So it's like you. Everybody's <laughs> situation is not the same, but you absolutely can do something. Towards the situation to propel you to be on the side of victory. Absolutely, to prove to yourself mm-hmm.
0: that it, you know you you're right. There's that's a great point because we always think about what actions you can take, mm-hmm. but what inaction?
1: What inaction can you take? Come on now, now okay. Let's talk about inaction being being something. Being so we talked about keyboard activists. And saying, okay, well, you're not marching or you're not donating. How about you just don't share negative things about things in the black community mm-hmm. so that you won't perpetuate the stereotypes? Mm-hmm. That that could be playing a part. I will never, ever share anything negative about anybody in the black community. You know, I'm never going to make a meme. I'm mm-hmm. never going to um, share anything negative. Nope. An action is an action and within itself. Absolutely. Not in even engaging. Not even in in engaging. Yeah, it's an action. So it's like how you want to work on your mental health or your emotional health. You can engage in not speaking negatively towards other people and yourself. You can engage in not um gossiping mm-hmm. you can engage in not doing those things that you used to do that that brought you down spiritually emotionally and and, and physically so inaction is an action inaction
0: is an action so like you said back to the health piece you may not be able to get to the gym but you can definitely not get to that drive-thru <laughs>
1: I see why you laugh when I said it.
0: It was so good.
1: I don't yeah. think you. I don't think you heard yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know you're in the zone, right? You, you're in the zone when you say certain things, right? But yeah, you can definitely and and I wish, I wish more people knew how it's not co- a, a coincidence the way things were set up for us. Mm. How convenient fast food restaurants were set up for us. How convenient um, the prices were to eat. You know, the dollar. Menu, this poison. This poison. It, how it's a setup.
0: How fast food and junk food is advertised uh thirteen times higher in the black community than any other community.
1: Ooh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. The advertisement for fast food and unhealthy food is thirteen times denser in a black community.
1: Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes me sad. Oh, it's like it, it's systematic. It's
0: systematic. The messages, whether subliminal or blatant that we see controls and predicts our behavior. They can predict our behavior by the messages that they implant in our community, the things that are advertised on the shows that we watch the most, right? All of these things
1: so, I listen to uh, Pandora a lot. So, you know how if you don't pay for the, the prescription, or I mean, subscription. <laughs> prescription, that's funny. <laughs> you don't pay for the prescription. <laughs> but if you don't pay for the subscription, you have to listen to the commercials. Yep. And the commercial that they kept running was this bariatric surgery. Have you seen it? Wow. It was making me, It I couldn't, every time I could hit skip. The so, most important question,
0: what station were you listening to on Pandora? Oh, oh. on every station
1: no matter what station this is the this is the ad they were running for pandora right now no matter what station oh okay so it didn't matter because i don't think they separated by oh this is hip-hop they're black i think they separated probably by zip code and things like that so i don't Uh, care what you listen to we're, we're 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 running this ad for you yeah so if we were in Let's say Portland or in Connect. You know what I mean. We wouldn't be we hearing would, that. Probably wouldn't be hearing that. So I don't think it's about the station as much as it, your location where your ding is on the map. Exactly. That's has- yeah. So they had this lady looking really nice, black woman, and a white lady sitting next to her. I think it was a white lady sitting next to her. Handed her a picture. She the black lady looked really nice. You know, smaller. Handed her a picture, and she was like, "I want you to take a look at this picture, right?" Black lady flipped the picture over. It's a picture of her, probably like three or four hundred pounds heavier mm-hmm. and um, she was like, "How do you feel like that right now, and what would you say to yourself um and the lady just got really emotional, like basically how bariatric surgery has saved her life, and she can't believe she used to be like that, and you know what she would say to herself, and you know before the surgery, she's so glad, like it was just really promoted then it went to a a another person, a white guy, or something and did the same thing to him and he would start crying about his kids being able to see him. And I was like, I cannot... Re- I cannot... I cannot believe that they are promoting this surgery that, in my opinion, for most people, have caused more harm than good. hmm mm-hmm. You know? I I know people... I know a lot of people. Like, there's a few people at my job right now who has had the sleeve, or, you know, the whole uh, bite... What is it? Bite... Bi- gastric bypass, gastric bypass. Mm-hmm. and there's they you know they're dealing with a lot. I know people at, you know, Tos, my sister who just went in the hospital and had to stay for a week due to complications. It's like you're not going to talk about that, but you're going to make it seem like it's the savior of health, but you're not going to talk about yes. how you got there and how to reverse it before you even get here.
0: Absolutely. Absolute prevention that well, way. We're about to overuse it now. <laughs> prevention i guess so and, and you know it and it's not inaccurate i mean we have to address the fact that over 75% of the black community is overweight or obese mhm of the country really us is one of the most obese countries in the world so they know what they're doing like and and your weight is one of the most sensitive pain points for most people mhm not your health, ain't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Not your health, like I ah, got diabetes, got high cholesterol, uh, got because asthma, people, people got sinuses, got that. allergies, right? They can't tell by looking at you, right? But your weight oh, that's something that they know they're pulling emotional strings, mm-hmm. you know. And so, when it comes to that weight, when you're in the office and someone's trying to convince you to have this bariatric surgery. They know it's not a conversation about health.
1: Mm-hmm. They,
0: they frame it as such, mm-hmm. but they know it's a conversation about emotions and self-esteem. And if you have somebody begin to envision themselves as smaller and what they want to see in it and what, and what they've been seeing in their head and playing back and forth in their head, that's an emotional conversation. And people, so many people take the bait for that reason.
1: And I can see why they would. Yeah, me too. I Absolutely. I see why they would. Absolutely. Not, I can't even pretend like I don't understand it. The okay. idea of
0: having my husband or my wife look at me like they used to, or the idea of me being able to walk in, walk in the mirror, walk past a mirror and not be disgusted with myself. The idea of me not having to wear multiple layers of clothes to f- cover up my insecurities. The idea of me not being embarrassed for eating in public because you think people judging me for being overweight and eating and stuff. You know, the idea of being able to go up and down a flight of stairs or go on vacation with friends or go out to a theater and fit in the seats without being embarrassed or worried about, you know, how your weight is going to impact your ability to enjoy this outing. is an emotional conversation. Mm-hmm. So we know that the weight is such a big deal, but this surgery is such a big risk.
1: Yeah, you know, you may have to get blood transfusion everywhere. Everything. Oh, here, let me give you a, another way. What would... So, speaking of the black community and just dealing with, I'm not going to say the, uh, ins- I don't know what it is that gives us less than stellar treatment in, in hospitals. Melanin. Yeah, you mean? I think it goes deeper than that, too. Sometimes I I think they um, assume that we're not even smart enough to implement certain things that they tell us. I think it goes... Yes. Okay, so you're saying all of that.
0: Yeah, it's literally the color of your skin determines your intelligence, your health,
1: everything. Your ability to say, I'm not going to do this. Give me another option. I'm going to get a second. All of that. So, you know someone at my job has she ate a cup of ice every day and I was just telling her like the importance of getting her iron together like this doesn't make sense you're eating a cup of ice every day you need to like really work on getting you know getting your iron right Mm -hmm. she came to me a couple weeks ago and she was like you know, I've been trying to take the sign pill. You know, I had to get a blood transfusion, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Dang, you know, really?" And she was like, "Yeah." And she was like it was such a horrible experience. Why did they give her blood from three different? What? Three different. The first time, she said the blood um ran out. The blood ran out the first time. Uh-huh. Second time, They they got another bag because once they use that bag and something goes on, they can't. Second time, they hooked her up and the bag was dripping. She said, my mother looked at her arm because her mother was there. My mother looked at her arm and the blood was dripping on her arm. Okay. Then, they switched that out and gave her a third bag. And she said, I was freaking out. Like, this is blood from three different people who have three different diseases. And she said, they were trying to reassure that the blood is clean and things like that. I was like, that's unbelievable unbelievable but here's the most unbelievable part when i was like okay thinking like you done learned your lesson now she going back nothing with the iron she was like um yeah but i don't like taking the iron because it makes me constipated like that wasn't even lesson enough so you're right i guess you can't the moral of the story is i guess you can't want to opposing things equally do you want to, you could drink water, there's a, a, you can have a slow releasing iron peel, like there's a lot of different ways.
0: You cannot want two opposing things equally, because like you said, she can decide that the iron peel gives her constipation and find another way to naturally get iron. And mm-hmm. her brain is the iron or the transfusion. Yeah. When there's many other things in between, it's the iron peel or the transfusion. And so... Or it could, it can be intelligence. It could be the breakdown of intelligence. Like you mentioned something, like you can get a slow release on iron pill, or you can literally try eating these things, or you can try and do this.
1: Review how I mean how to,
0: and she will probably a light bulb come on. Oh, I guess I could. It's also that like sometimes it really is intelligence. So I don't know Jay, but with. Uh, with lack of intelligence withstanding, like you said, you cannot want two opposing things equally. Something is going to have to stand, take the lead. And that's usually where your actions will follow.
1: I think I can agree with that.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. With that being we said. said all of that to say, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree.
1: Definitely. Especially when you don't lack the intelligence to... to so really...
0: Right. Intelligence withstanding, everything else remains constant. Then, you know, whatever you are doing is where the heaviest weight of desire lies. Okay. Point blank, bottom
1: line. You may have to say that.
0: I felt like I wanted to, like, nail it in the coffin.
1: But you was looking me dead in my eyeballs. I won standing.
0: two in, like, three weeks. I'm up. I'm, you know, it's, it's like slamming a dunk and then hold your tongue out, like, ah. <laughs> I saw it in your
1: face when you looked me in my eye and said that. That was annoying. Oh, my God.
0: What? Well, I'm up. I'm up on the point. You want. You got to. All right. I, I don't get the little, little we, free throw
1: dance or nothing. Anything else you want to say before I read the pledge? Did you pull the pledge up? No, I did not. Why not? I know it by heart. I Go on. The Black Health Academy. Vow to honor Pledge. my body, my body, my mind, soul, and spirit with integrity and intentional movement and mindfulness. Look at you! Okay, something like my that.
0: health and that of my
1: kin are among my, my highest, highest priorities. priorities. What? Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I am declaring always- <laughs> that giving up is not. An option. No, That's not we next. skipped the
0: line. No, we skipped the line. Hold on. My health and that on my kin are among my highest priority. No. It's one more line before we say, and I'm declaring that giving up is not an option. Duh. All right. I th- Dang. You, you lucky. You real lucky. Let me see. Hold uh, on. That that- we got a line
1: for this. For priority. Start it over. I the Black Health Academy wait I the Black Health Academy Um Bow (laughs) to honor my No You
0: just messed me up How you should know this by heart This is your fault That's not my fault
1: I think it is (laughs) I was doing well
0: Well as always guys before we officially read the um the pledge we want to remind you that the Black Health Academy is an online membership platform where you can access ready-made workouts, plant-based nutrition, masterclasses on chronic disease reversal, And mental health. The Black Health Academy has three membership tiers, either $19, $29, or $39 a month. And every month, or excuse me, actually every week, we upload new content directly into the academy. Every Wednesday, we upload new content. And I've recently started uploading my lectures that I teach. And so if you're a member of the academy, you actually get to hear all my lectures that I teach at my speaking engagements. Um... At no additional cost inside the academy, outside of the academy, they are an additional cost. So we just uploaded one last week into the academy, specifically inside of the master school. And it's my lecture, uh, Nutrition 101, Laying the Foundations of Clean Eating, that I did last week at an event here in Detroit called "Chop It Up and Chew It. And so I have uh, quite a few upcoming engagements. I just recorded another lecture this morning at our first Saturday's free masterclass that we do for the Black Health Academy here in Detroit. And so I'll be uploading that lecture into the academy soon as well. So if you're struggling with your health, if you're struggling with weight, hypertension, heart disease, diabetes, things like sinuses and allergies and sleep apnea, asthma, psoriasis, fibroids, right? You know, cancer, all of these things can potentially be prevented and or alleviated with nutrition and with lifestyle habits. And so our mission inside the Academy is to empower you about the extreme, extreme amount of power you already have with your health versus relying on a Western medicine physician who doesn't look like you, sound like you, or have your cultural background try and tell you how to care for yourself and your family. Yes, there's a layer of traditional textbook medicine and education that comes, that can apply to most things, but there's also a layer of cultural relevance that needs to be addressed as well. And so our mission inside the Academy is to make sure you get that cultural relevance piece and understand how you, with the melanin in your skin, very different from many other people and we deserve specialized treatment so that's the black health academy thank you so much for listening to another episode this podcast is released every two weeks now on wednesday instead of every other monday we release it straight inside of the academy but also on soundcloud itunes and stitcher with that being said let's go ahead and finalize the pledge i the The black Black health Health academy Pledge to honor my mind and body with nourishment, movement, and intentional mindfulness. My health and that of my kin are among my highest priorities. I will control that which is within my control. I am the sole driver of what lays the foundation of my body, mind, soul, and spirit. I am am determining that giving up is is not an option. My destiny destiny is my doing. my My life depends on it. I hope you guys have been enjoying our interviews with other subject matter experts here on the Academy. Please continue to tune in, like, share, make a comment, and subscribe to the channel. We'll see you back here in two weeks. Until then, take care.